Listen, don't start with me. I'm looking at you, internet. It's probably fine, I presume. Yeah, looks all right to me, looks all right to me. Bit of a drama, though, last night. (sighs) Drama last night. Went to, uh, it's Christmas time, you know, the the snow is on the ground, the uh, children are singing in in some sort of, um, singing in tongues, and so it was time to get the Christmas tree, so we went to uh, buy uh, the Christmas tree and the Christmas decorations, went to a few places for the decorations, went to the pound shop, just... Here we are, you know, as a family. It's, we go to the pound shop to buy Christmas decorations. A few peculiar... I will say, all the stuff in the pound shop was a little bit heteronormative for me, but what are you going to do? We've got a few bits for the pound shop, but I opted against um, buying uh, fairy lights for the pound shop just because I don't want to burn the house down, you know? I feel like pound shop fairy lights are... You sign in your own death warrant, really. You're saying, I want to die in my sleep. I think is I think when you've checked out of life completely, and I've checked out pretty far, you know, I mean I'm most of the way now, but when you've checked out completely and you're just looking for the Lord to take you, uh, and ideally in your sleep. Um then pound shop fairy lights have got to be of of you know, are certainly an option. You know, I would say, possibly get him, get him in the bathroom. You know, that might be a good start. Any, anyway, so we went to Bert's Home Store. I don't know if anyone's been to Bert's. It's quite bougie. It's very Brighton. I don't know if they have them outside of Brighton, but they've got a few of them in Brighton. Anyway, bought some fair. <laughs> it's a good story. I'm can tell you, it's a good story. And uh, it, uh, you've got some fairy lights there. They look good. They were overpriced, but you know, I thought probably less likely to die. You know, so I'm happy to pay an extra couple of quid. Get them home. Start putting the fairy lights out. Despite the fact that it says on the box, plug adapter, power supply included. There's no power supply. There's no power supply in the box. Christmas is ruined. You know, that's that. Put the stuff on the tree. Wrap the lights around. Can't turn the lights on. Evening ruined. You know, Haley's in tears. I'm in tears. You know. We we and you know we go out curse the sky that sort of thing. I was like, well, I'll go in this morning. So I go into Bert's this morning to get uh, you know to make my feelings known about how they've ruined Christmas. Uh, there was a young goth girl uh, on the checkout, and I said, I um, bought this yesterday. It was different, uh, different uh, shop assistant, and um, yeah, he says that it's powers included but it's not included she's like oh right uh i was like oh the thing is yeah we, we, we'd organize a bit of a thing for last night you know like see the thing is little jimmy's been in hospital for for a while now and 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 after after having gone through the courts you know we, we've eventually got managed to get the legal right to to take him home to die you know, and it was last night that he was coming home. You know, and we were going to do the tree. You know, and we we're going to turn the lights on. And as the lights sort of illuminated his little face, he could look up at the star on the top of the tree as he drifted away. You know, and uh, and you took that from him. You know, instead he drifted away. You know, whilst whilst watching The Apprentice, which you know, it's not you know, objectively a bad way to go. But nevertheless, my son, Jimmy, you know, didn't get to die as he wanted to, which was looking at the lights. And she said, fuck your son, Jimmy. He's a cunt. And she's not wrong. But, you know, I would have expected more from from Bert's. I think it's, you know, they're, they're a middle-class store, so I would have expected middle-class service, you know, not the service of, of the lower classes, the working classes, the four-letter word classes. You know what I mean? It's, you would, I'd expect that in a pound shop, right? I'd expect, you know, if I tried to go back to the pound shop with an issue, with a problem, try to return some goods, try to complain about some goods, I would expect to be spat out in the face. And I would deserve it, you know? I mean, what kind of audacity it would be. 
to try and return something to the pound shop. <sighs> Nevertheless, uh, little Jimmy passed watching The Apprentice, and I, I think that's one of probably the few ways that he would have wanted to go. He did say for a while that he wanted to die um, on impact, uh, which I thought was nice. Uh, also, he said he'd like to die at the scene, which is, not again, not a bad way to go. I think I would like to go... I would like, I would, well, I would certainly like to die of my injuries. I think that would be a good way to go. And on impact would be nice. Yeah. Killed instantly, I think. I could see myself being killed instantly. I could also see myself sort of uh, bef- uh, being a kind of before turning the gun on himself, uh, you know, kind of guy. Yeah. Murder suicide. I think that could be the vibe, man. I think that could be my 2020 vibe. That's my 2020 look, guys. There it is. I'm making the claim now. 2020's my year, bitches. Yes, Queen! 2020 is the year for Rankin's murder suicide. Nah, I'm going to have a good year. It's going to be fun. We're all being it together. I, I, I was looking to found a fun website the other day, which has got a list of all the genders few hundred on there some of them pretty abstract but i thought what might be quite cool is if we all pick one and uh we'll just take it on for the year see how it works out because it is fun to try stuff out you know it's fun to branch out you know step outside of the sort of you know heteronormative patriarchy and all of that God, i don't know how to bring you down yeah all in your face might go for lob gender you know it's uh sort of quite a quite an aggy Sort of a little bit gurney uh, gender that involves throwing shoes, having claws, making memes. Seems all right, you know. I'm gonna. I think I might identify as lob, lob self. It's a thought, guys. Listen, it's eight minutes past ten. It's Thursday. Fucking hell, it's coffee and memes. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on. You're pushing thirty, slug. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh. I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's 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 kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee Memes and Threshold Dive M. Uh, uh, John Forsyth Anderton's on the bog, as usual, this time in Weymouth. Anywhere in particular in Weymouth? Are you in your own gaff? Are you in a supermarket? Are you in a service station? Are you in someone else's house that you've broken into? That's I've told that story before, but I did know some people that were busted for... Uh, one for doing a sh- two, two people actually. This was uh, one was busted because they took a shit, didn't flush the toilet, and they DNA'd the shit. Uh, second, they took ketamine in the in the kitchen of the house they were burgling and K-holed, and the owners came home to find two K-holed morons on the floor of their kitchen. <laughs> Bit of fun thing to find, wouldn't it? Coming back of an evening, you've gone out to some sort of gala dinner or whatever. You got tux on, your missus is all you know, cocktail dress, high heels, no knickers. You know the full fucking works. You come home looking to get it done up against the kitchen cat or something. You've had a few couple of fucking couple of flakes in the bogs. Anyway, you come back. There's two criminals, two young criminals lying on your on your on your lino, you know, lying on the lino, just like. Looking like, I don't know, Stephen Hawking on Ketamine. It's much the same. You could never tell when he was on Ketamine. He was, you know, he was very good at holding it together. Guys, uh, what's going on today? There's some stuff. Uh, Alcohol may have saved humanity from extinction, scientists claim. And why not? Might as well. I think it's it's certainly, looking into that, certainly a fun thing to get funding for in 2019. Shocking footage of spray-painted polar bear. Uh, leaves baff- people, baff- experts baffled and furious. Right, let's get this up on the screen. This is good gear. Where are we? Can you listen, man? There's got to be some sort of award for whoever, whichever little little graffiti artist, whatever little graffer, 
them little grapher. It's fucking grafter polar bear. Man, that, like, you don't realise how big polar bears are, yeah? This fucker, he rears up, he's probably about 10 foot tall. They are unbelievably huge. Who is getting close enough to tag a polar bear? That is wild. Footage search- circulating on Russian social media showing a polar bear with a slogan. Uh, spray paint. A slogan? Jeff Parsons, you fucking boomer. Uh, spray painting slogans. Okay. Uh, slogan painted on its side. T34. Yeah, good slogan, man. Love your, love your new slogan. Hey, you see you going out uh, just spray painting some slogans around. <laughs> What do they call you? Slogan Paul? Buck off, Parsons. Um, a bear can be seen with T34 daubed on its side in black paint. Well, uh, wildlife experts believe it must be some sort of prank. Maybe the bear did it. Maybe it's polar bear fashion. Fuck do you know about polar bear fashion? Not a lot, I imagine. And I doubt it would be possible to paint the bear without sedating it first. I mean, still though, you can't, you know, it's... So what they done? Shot it with a tranquilizer, sprayed it, legged it. What's more, the markings will now stop the bear from being able to blend in with its surroundings and therefore hunt for food. I'm sure that bear will be fine. I know a lot about uh, polar bears. Pretty much, nobody knows more about polar bears than me. I care very deeply about polar bears. I know about them. I identify. I am a polar bear. I've been a polar bear for many years. I identify as a polar bear. I roll around in the snow. I eat seals. I fuck other polar bears. I am the greatest polar bear that has ever lived. Uh, the video was filmed somewhere in eastern Russia. Uh, around the Chukotka region. And circulated on WhatsApp and other social media platforms. An investigation is now underway to try and determine where the footage was filmed. And what's happened to the bear. Sergei Carvey, a member of the World Wildlife Fund. A nature organisation picked up the footage and circulated it on Facebook for lols. Uh, I don't know the details of which region, region, district or vicinity this footage was taken, he told the BBC. Uh, If it's a military lettering theme, that is some kind of uh, perverse disrespect for history. Uh, He added, referring to the fact that T-34 was the tank used by the Soviets in the Second World War against the Nazis. Right, okay. I mean, polar bears are kind of tanks in a way, aren't they? Press officer for the World Wildlife Fund told the Beeb. Shredded Beeb, even though it's more letters than the BBC when you write it. The image was quite a shock. Maybe it was the same lot that hacked into the into the map and graphed up their Twitter account. <laughs> Speculation in the in the Russia. Speculation in the Russia that communities in the region are becoming angry with the increasing amount of polar bear activity around their settlements. You would be. Polar bears are all great and and stuff, and um, you know you're all up for saving them until they're eating people that are your friends, you know, and just destroying, destroying your community. Uh, this may be because the polar bears are being forced to extend their scavenging locations because of the disruption of their hunting habit by climate change. Early this year, an exhaustive polar bear was pictured roaming around a Russian city, hundreds of miles away from its natural habitat, in a bed to find food. I think it's polar bear fashion. Uh, I think it's a lifestyle choice, and I, personally, I don't agree with that. You know, I think uh, I think it's just it's out of control liberalism. It's 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 a mental disease. And it should be stopped, you know. Uh, the polar bears should be cancelled. I think full stop, get rid of them. They're a menace. Um, they they look nice stuffed, but otherwise just just grind them up, feed them to, uh, I don't know, feed them to cows. Yeah, yeah. Feed them to horses, put the horses in a little lasagna. That's what I say. You know, just bloody well get it done. I'm fed up faffing around. Guys, look. Are we going to play more stuff off this Mazdek Warpath remixed album? I... I don't see why not, really. So far, it's been pretty rowdy. Um, Red Pill Remix has shaped the foundation by Mazdek, featuring Miss Trouble. Probably worth a nose up, isn't it? Like, you want to just browse over that and go, no, I won't bother listening to that. No, we're going to listen to it.
Red Pill Remix and Mastak featuring Miss Trouble, Shake the Foundation. As I've stressed before, if your neurofunk record doesn't have a half-time second drop, you, you don't deserve oxygen. Good action. Good freaking action, man. Yeah, good freaking action, man. Lorraine Kelly transforms into fierce drag queen as she confesses she really wants to bite Hugh Jackman's peachy bum. And I said earlier it would be a slow news week. How wrong I was. Lorraine Kelly as a drag queen. I thought if it was ladies doing it, no. Like... What? I th- well, you're not, are you? I'm not. From daytime queen to drag queen. It's not a drag. Look, well, I could be sure I'm not the one making the rules up here, and I don't quite know why I should be the one enforcing them. But I thought the idea of being a drag queen was that it was a fella dressed up as a as as a woman, as a, as fellas dressed up as drag queens. I, there is a thing of ladies dressing up than their drag kings. So what's What's going on here, man? She's just a queen. It's not drag. Where's the drag? Why am I? Why am I out attempting to infer? Fuck it. Anyone can do what they want. I don't give a fuck. You know, it's Lorraine Kelly. She's fucking royalty. Yeah, you're damn right. She's a queen. Yep. She ain't no drag on me. I tell you. Anyway, what's this about a sexually assaulting Hugh Jackman? Uh, Lorraine, Ke- why am I on this, guys? Um, queen of Scotland. Lorraine Kelly, and she is a bit lost tart and don't know what she's doing. She's got anything on there that's sort of a political statement? Wouldn't be surprised. Got an LK there. Uh, Rosette, obviously, uh, a head nod to the DJ Mark in XRS, uh, summertime Brazilian DB anthem. Uh, Crown. I do think, feel like crowns like that would be um, impractical, particularly like just getting about the place. You would. Knock it off! I'm going through doors. It looks precarious. His centre of gravity is all fucked. Um, goodbye, on it though. F- fierce sleeve drama. Can't argue with that, can you? Uh, sort of tartan sash situation. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, so is this? Was anyone can be a drag queen doing anything? Am I a drag queen now? I guess. Why not? Yeah. I Who knows? It's fine. It's all fine, isn't it? It's fine, I guess. E.T. melts our hearts again in a tear-jerking extended Christmas advert. E.T. should be dead by now, reasonably, shouldn't he? I mean, I don't know how long they live for, but he looked like he was on his last legs at the end of that film. Like He he looked old, and it's been, what, at least 20, 30 years since E.T., 30-plus years, more, since E.T. He'd be dead. Dead as disco. Dead as dodos. Yeah? Dead as dubstep. He's... Called rid him now. He's apprentice. The apprentice is Ryan Mark Parsons. Eats McDonald's like a king uh, with silver cutlery. Now, now we're in fucking business again. I obviously spoke too soon when I said it would be a slow news week. There he is. I don't know if you've been following the apprentice, uh, Ryan Mark, uh, one of the few amusing ones on the apprentice, along with uh, the fat lad, um, fat Cockney lad that looks like Oliver Hooper. Uh, what's his name? Thomas. He'd bit fun. And were there any? And that one Lottie. She'd bit fun. Anyway, there's Ryan Mark eating a uh, McDonald's with. Uh, so I just um, I, I I very much love the overcoat, but only over the shoulders with not arms through the sleeves. That I mean, that's a look of a dictator, isn't it? That is, you know, world leader slash tyrannical dictator sort of look like you're too above stuff to even put your arms through your own jacket that's incredible i mean you can just see you can just see ryan mark ordering the death of a million or so kulaks you know no they are they're how many how many how how many grains of corn do they have five each Kill the bourgeoisie scum. Kill them all. Uh, the apprentice's Ryan Mark Parsons has been spotted tucking into a McDonald's using a knife and fork. Days after a £1,000 jar of caviar left him hospitalised. What? 
How did I not see this? In the poshest accident imaginable, he's only 19. Only 19, but his mind is old. Um, what? what? The Apprentice star, Ryan Mark Parsons, hospitalised after causing bloodbath with a thousand-pound jar of caviar in the poshest accident imaginable. Uh, yes, the 19-year-old was fired by Lord Alan Sugar earlier this year. Uh, earlier this year, like two weeks ago. Anyway, uh, yeah, Sugar did a pretty roaring trade of firing all the minorities first. It was... I mean, you would have think, like, is this BBC? You'd think they'd be like, Alan. Alan, we've got quotas. Please, Alan, please, can you just leave a black one until the... No, Alan, Alan, please. Listen. <laughs> I don't like maggots. I don't like... <laughs> the apprentice candidate, Moran Mark Parsons, has been rushed to hospital after dropping a thousand-pound jar of caviar on his foot, which is the most extravagant accident we've come across ever. The 19-year-old was fired by Lord Adam Sugar earlier this month in another blow. Uh, another blow, he's down a grand's worth of fish eggs and gained a battered toe. Ryan Mark was rushed to hospital earlier, dropping a jar of caviar on his foot. A close friend to the reality star spilled. Uh... It was only a little jar, but it was made of thick glass and fell from a real height. He literally couldn't walk, and blood was everywhere. He added to the mirror online, Ryan Mark was devastated, not because he thought he had broken his foot, but because it was a kilo of Royal Osketra caviar, which cost a thousand quid a jar. <whistles> Thankfully, I've not broken my foot, but I did have an operation resulting in two parts of my toenail being removed. Wow, two parts of it, Ryan Mark explained. Ryan Mark's misfortune comes after he was embroiled in a vicious spat um, with Moraine Rollins this week as she revealed to Metro.co.uk her rival called a client common in unaired scenes. <laughs> he swiftly fired back and told us the accusations were simply not true. I didn't call her common. I called her scum. Uh, it's so untrue and very uh, a very vindictive comment, he raged. She is trying to justify why she said that there was a disconnect between me and the client the next day. She's a very nasty individual. Uh, we were at a, an award ceremony on Tuesday, and she completely ignored me, the common bitch. Making false claims about this so-called explosive argument is very predictable of her, her character. Wow. Okay, he's, would you say, the hero we need? More the hero we deserve, don't you think? Yeah, God bless him. Anyway, back to the shoe throwers, I think, for now. Let's find something off, not not on that album. What did we have earlier? This Night Horse bit by Posse was uh, certainly doing the business. Emma J in the chat is literally eating McDonald's with a knife and fork as we speak. I didn't realise we had aristocracy in the chat.
Posse. It's called Night Horse. It's on Vision. It's on the Chrysalis EP. Yeah, boy. Just a coffee and meme seal of approval. Yeah, man. Google Photos rolls out new way of sending private or intimate photos to your friends. What about to your enemies? I like to send nudes to my enemies. So, all right. Oh, fuck. Look at that. There you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's what a real man's arsehole should look like. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, isn't it? Um, there's nothing worse than unleashing a graphic photo and having the whole world gawp at it. Wait, what? Hamel? <laughs> Uh, so praise be to Google for giving us a new superpower which lets us send intimate pictures to friends or family uh, free of the fear that the rest of humanity will be able to feast their grubby eyes on it. Just rolled out a new update to photos which will allow images to be sent to specific people. Previously, you could share individual photos through the app by creating an album for a single photo and sharing the link. Okay. Oh, we've heard from some of you that this could be a similar experience. So now, what? Previously, yeah. But we've heard from some of you that this could be a simpler experience. So now, you share one-off photos and videos, you'll have the option to make them private. Yeah, but what if um, people screen grab them? This, honestly, is this just an advert for Google? Uh, what is going on here? This lesbian couple, both having, having a kid together, is much more interesting. Lesbian couple become world's first to carry baby in both of their wombs at the same time. No, I don't know. Keen to hear how this one works. Uh, a British lesbian couple have told of their delight at benefiting from a revolutionary new shared motherhood procedure, uh, which involved carrying their new son in both of their wombs. Uh, it's, what, it's thought to be the world's first. Donna, 30, and Yasmin... Uh, 28, both carried the fertilised egg during the course of the IVF pregnancy before baby Otis was born in September. Now the married couple uh, have spoken out about the remar- how the remarkable procedure works. Lance Corporal Donna Francis Smith of Nottinghamshire told the Telegraph, Rave well, to be honest, splat up massively. Get a lot of same-sex couples where one person's doing the whole thing. And one person's getting pregnant, giving birth, whereas with this, we're both involved in a massive way. How does it work? Ah, oh, it's a cute kid, isn't it? Oh, bless him. Bless his little heart. Hey, Bless his little heart. Oh, look at Sniff his head. Oh. Uh, it's definitely brought us closer together. Yeah, yeah, how does it work? It's my egg, and they did the egg collection from me, and then put it back into my body for 18 hours before being put into Jasmine's body, and she became pregnant. Right. Dental nurse Jasmine from Nottinghamshire, oh, Northamptonshire, sorry, explained that she gave birth in Colchester, where they happily live. She said the procedure really made me... Yeah, yeah. Okay, but I want more details on the on the sort of medical aspect of it. That seems fine. I don't know. Uh... IVF experts at the London Women's Clinic first launched the concept of shared motherhood eight years ago, with one partner contributing the egg while the other partner carries the pregnancy. Okay. Seems... I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Um, says more than 100 babies have been born to lesbian couples using this approach, uh, which involved artificial uh, incubation prior to the transfer of the embryo to the womb. Uh, the clinic has now... You know, eat... Yeah. Well, she was saying that, you know, well, normally just one person does it all. I mean, that is how it is in, like, you know, male-female relationships. I mean, fella does the spunking, that's it. It job done. You got a pub. You know, and lass has got to do all the work, ain't she? Poor lass. God bless her. God bless him. Uh, wait, what? Weatherspoons left customers... This is more like it. Come on, let's get into the good stuff. Weatherspoons left customers shooting from both ends in diarrhoea outbreak. Wow. Does anyone remember Theme Hospital, where you'd have to build a hospital and stuff, and then occasionally you'd have, like, 
outbreaks of particular illnesses in your hospital and everyone would just start vomiting everywhere. I'm imagining it's something like that. Theme Weatherspoons, the new computer game out where you have to build... That would be an amazing game! Oh my god! They need to get whoever whoever made the old theme hospital and like theme roller coaster and theme park games. Like they, uh, yeah, they should get on that. Come on, theme weather spoons. Brilliant. You get to pick what's on the menu. You get to lay it all out, you know, put the fruit machines and stuff where you think they should go. You know, get the right, employ the right security, not too harsh, not too lax. You know, try and encourage in different clientele with different, I don't know, themed menus or something. Fights break out. People, you know, People vomit everywhere. You've got to decide on how Brexity your establishment is. You know, what's going to be your cheap cheap booze offers for the month. I, I would play that. That would be great. Someone make that as an app. I should make that as an app. It sounds incredibly complicated. Weatherspoons has been closed until it's had a deep clean after an outbreak of the norovirus was spread by staff who caught it from a customer. Patrons of the Sir Richard Owen pub. In Lancashire, said they were left with severe vomiting and diarrhoea after eating there. Oopsie. One of them, who only wanted to be identified as Michael, uh, said, I went to the toilet and ended up with it shooting out the both ends. What, the toilet in the Weatherspoons? Like, it came on that quickly. We put it down to wine on a large meal at Weatherspoons, just not sitting with us well. And that was that. And so we heard a week ago about the virus at the location, and now we sat wondering if maybe we've had the virus problem longer than people think. The chain later confirmed that the pub was undergoing a refurbishment and would be fully sanitised following the outbreak. Uh, they added that they would reopen tomorrow. Wonder, wonder what it's like after a full sanitisation of weather spoons. Go in there, and you can just ba- you can barely see through the bleach. It's just oh fuck. Oh, it's still only two fifty a pint. Yeah, oh, thanks. A uh, burger and a pint, please. Another customer said, um, "He's probably got the same voice, actually." Uh, it had not been a nice experience, so I'm not surprised uh, this turned out to be the case. Um, Holly uh, Mac Mahone said, um, "My boyfriend uh, has been in bed for like two days, uh, and I am sick of the smell of his ass." I complained yesterday he ate the spicy chicken wings on Sunday night. Chloe Louise added, Both me and my three-and-a-half-year-old were so poorly from eating there. Well, if you will have your child, three-and-a-half-year-old child eating the Weatherspoons, um, I personally will never eat there again. God, look, everyone's keen to give a statement. Uh, Eloise Critchley added, I'm dying today. <laughs> I wonder if she means that literally or in the sort of millennial way. Uh, Lauren Johnson, 21, visited over the weekend. Oh, Lawrence Johnson, sorry. He said, so I went to, like, Spoons, like, two other mates on Sunday evening, and, like, you know, had a cu- couple of drinks and that, a bit of food. Uh, Monday evening, though, like, throughout twice, I had diarrhoea. Uh, one of the lads, you know, I went with since, he said he'd been thrown up as well, and then, like, two other mates been to Spoons over the weekend, and they were, like, complaining being very ill too. Like, I seem to have recovered a bit faster than my other mates, but I think that's maybe because I, I, I take a lot of, like... I take a lot of uppers, you know, and I think they speed up your metabolism and that, like, I, you know, I take a lot of, um, what do they call it, methamphetamine, you know, I take that and it, I think it just speeds speeds stuff up, like, so it just adds a sort of extra layer to your immune system. Uh, I seem to, you know, uh, so, someone's told me uh, that, you know, it's to do with the water system and, like, it seems ironic, you know, that it's been, in many ways, it's been closed since. Weatherspoon spokesman Eddie Gerson said a customer was ill in the pub. We believe it was norovirus and it spread to staff. The pub was closed and it's been fully sanitised. Uh, fuck it, who cares? It's Weatherspoons. What are you going to do? That seems reasonable, doesn't it? Fair enough. Uh, yeah, what else have we got? If you misbehave at your work Christmas party, you could face the sack. I would assume so, yeah, right? Is this a new thing christmas is just around the corner blah 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 we all like to let our hair down every now and then even more so if your boss is footing the bill but technically a work party is still a form of company time speaking to the daily record uh, prior cunningham a specialist employment lawyer at waterman's solicitors said 
The employer needs to bear in mind reputation damage to their business when considering an employee's conduct on a night out. Bosses are also vicariously liable for their employee's action. If an employee assaults someone on a night out, leaving them with a life-changing injury, such as brain damage, the employer may also be liable for their actions. Uh, it's important to get advice from your employment law specialist if you're facing the sack after your Christmas work. Maybe you've been caught putting your penis into another staff member's drink or into another staff member's vagina. Perhaps if they didn't want it there. Uh, so while there's no harm in having a drink, if you act out and get into a fight, start sexually harassing someone or commit another crime, uh, you could be very likely to lose your job. You would expect that, wouldn't you? <laughs> like... Don't you think? Uh, you could also face the sack if you end up committing a serious health or safety breach while you do at work. Okay, end of story. That was uh, short and sweet. Um, Claire Reed, thanks for that. Very informative. In a way, uh, that's another bit. What bits have we got? Yeah, I tell you what, this was fucking good, man. This is the IHR remix of Gladiators by Maztec. This is the best yet, I think. Shoulder. Uh, no, sorry, Trickstar had a Christmas party once and everyone was thrown out inside when he was barred from the establishment. It's good action. It lasted about an hour. <laughs> Jay was there. <laughs>
that's the IHR remix of Gladiators by Maztec. That's an absolute freaking belter. Yes, indeed. Uh, Martin Day posed a question in the chat. Uh, um, am I more hyped for Ferguson versus Khabib or Cowboy versus McGregor? Well, 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 well. I'm not foolish enough to get my hopes up about Ferguson versus uh, Khabib. Um, because what is this? The fourth, fourth attempt at that fight? Yeah, I mean, God, and he just pains me to see the way that Tony Ferguson trains. We're just like, I just kick a lamppost for a bit. Yeah, look, I just throw elbows into fucking jungle gym. Like, yeah, a fifth, fifth time, fifth times the charm, guys. Fifth times the charm. I think it'd be an amazing fight if they actually if they both go in like you know relatively in relatively good health. I mean, no fighters ever go in perfect health. It just doesn't doesn't work like that. But if they both go in good health, man, it's gonna be fucking wild. Like Khabib's gonna have to do some serious work to keep to keep Tony off the ground. And Tony's a beast on the ground, but he's got to keep him on his front, basically, which is gonna be or keep him up against the cage. It's gonna be, man, that could be. I might actually stay up to watch that fight. Now McGregor versus Cowboy. My money would say that McGregor would win, largely based off the fact of Cowboy's inability to win important fights. He, when the pressure is on, it always seems to... It's like the kiss of death to a Cowboy fight. But I, it, I think it would be great. I think it will be good. I mean, if Conor loses, he won't have won a fight in about four years. Or maybe not quite that long, but like three years or something. It, yeah, ridiculous. So it's kind of the onus is on him to win. But it would be a fucking amazing for Cowboy to just do him in. Nice head kick knockout or something. Uh, oh, God. Man, who was it that he... I want to say Pat... Uh, Pat... Who was the guy that he just unloaded that absolutely amazing combo on? I don't know why the name Pat Barry is coming to mind, but I don't know that's not who it is. Anyway, uh, last fight he won was Eddie Alvarez in 2016. Fuck! So it will be four years. What was that at the beginning or the end of the year? Christ, on a bike. Yeah, I mean, that was a that was a great fight. Although Eddie Alvarez just looked like he had lost before he had even started. Like he just, I don't know, did not look. Yeah, Rick Story. Fuck. That combo Cowboy unloaded on Rick Story was just absolutely next level. Like it was, you'd rarely see... Like that was like a four, two punches, two kicks. It was wild. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to them both. I just hope that they both come off and nothing, you know, fucks up. It's like you can never, you know, you can never invest too much into it because you know it's the nature of the sport. People get injured, stuff happens. People throw chairs at buses. People take cocaine. People take steroids. You know, these things happen. Anyway, guys. Anyway, listen. What are we doing here? Dirty duck forced to have penis removed after mating ten times a day. Wow, you dirty goddamn duck. You damn dirty duck. What's this damn dirty duck done now? Look at this damn dirty duck getting his dick done in. Damn dirty ducks had his dick done in from doing do much dirtying. Randy Duck's penis had to be removed. <clears throat> after it became traumatized because he tried to mate with his female pals ten times a day. You dirty damn damn dirty duck. Oh no, Josh Watson claims over-amorous Dave the Duck's dirty dinglet uh, became injured and infected after, a few, after he refused to stop mating with his pals Dora, Freda and Edith. Yeah, well they're saucy fucking ducks. They're giving in... Oh, look, I'm not... Again, I'm not victim-blaming here. I am. Well, I'm not saying they're victims, but they're clearly, you know, winding chivying him up, aren't they? The vet prescribed antibiotics and painkillers for Dave in October and told Josh, 39, and his partner to wash the duck's penis daily and push it, push it back in twice a day. Imagine, like, imagine having a what duck's dicks ain't a pretty sight. You know, it's they're weird. Look. Dumb duck. Dumb fucking duck. Eat it. It'd be delicious. Not the dick, the duck. Dan, eat his dick. Well, however, the nymphomaniac pet refused to give his hobby, give up his hobby. 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 And the vet was forced to refer him to an exotic species department at Highcroft Veterinary Hospital in Bristol. 
As soon as the vet saw Dave's dicky dilemma, they knew there was only one thing that could be done. And last Thursday, his penis was surgically removed. That is a rough, a rough turn of events. He can still urinate, as ducks only use them for mating. Wow. Okay. Josh and Talkie Devon said he's doing fine now. He's quite resilient for a duck. The only downfall is that he's lost his willy. Yeah. I think he's pretty upset about it. You would be. I think he was a nymphomaniac. He's got a high sex drive, basically. So that's what I think caused it. He tries to mate with his female companions a lot. Every chance he can get. I'd say between five and ten times a day. Maybe more. It's not even mating season at the moment. He's an absolute slag. And obviously, other mating season, it gets, it gets more. More of a drive to do it. He doesn't stop throughout the year. Over winter, his men have calmed down. The ducks stop laying eggs, but he doesn't stop mating. He just carries on. He was just born to sling dick. And now he doesn't have one. It's truly sad. And clearly a sign of the end times. I think his female companions do like him. They obviously sometimes get fed up with him and wander off. Uh, he does try every available opportunity, but sometimes he gets turned down. One of them really doesn't like him. Probably because of that. But the other two are quite receptive. Yeah. He's a shagger. Look at him. He's an absolute shag boy. Look at that fucking duck. Look at that dickless duck. Yeah, that dumb, dickless, dirty duck. Since returning from Bristol, Dave has been separated from his fellow ducks to fully recover after surgery. Uh, dental service engineer Josh says his and his... His and his partners... His and his partners' four, year, four three-year-old ducks no longer lay as many eggs as they used to uh, and have become pets. The ducks spend their days on the couple's big lawn and in an enclosure at the top of the garden at night. Josh added, The end of his penis had basically died. And it was pretty horrific. It looked weird. It was quite worrying. Uh, it started not going in and we'd give him a bath to keep it clean. But then the tip started going gangrenous and getting infected. Oh no! So that's when we knew we had to take him to the vet. He hasn't actually mixed in back with the females yet, so I don't know if he's tried to go or not. I don't know whether he would do. Well, yes, we'll see, won't we? God, this is a long old story about a duck's dick. Vet Sonia Mills, who operated on Dave, said some overuse and him being far too amorous <laughs> caused the penis to prolapse before he injured it and it became infected. 31-year-old said that they, if they hadn't removed Dave's penis, the infection could have spread elsewhere put his life at risk. Well, for a duck as amorous as Dave, I don't know whether or not life's going to be worth living without a dick. You know? It'd have been like, oh, instead of amputated me and left the dick. Ah. Anyway, Sonia from Western Supermare Somerset said Dave uh, would have been in quite a lot of pain and discomfort uh, if it hadn't been picked up and then it's a common injury among drakes, saucy gets. Sonny said, it turns out that Dave had been over-amorous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, this this is just repeating the same thing. Normally, it goes back inside him once he's finished mating, but he stayed out, and obviously, that's when he got bashed about, stood on and pecked, and God knows what. Jesus. And all the Dutch pecking at it. He's like, get off it! It won't go back in. I don't know what's going on. Stop pecking at it! Too amorous! Come here. Okay, now. Just uh, unbelievable. Female ducks can actually get quite aggressive if they don't want his attention. Then they'll peck at anything, including his dick. These dick took the brunt of it, unfortunately. It's brutal. Christ. Man, that's horrendous. Even though I don't have a penis, it sort of makes you still want to cross your legs. <laughs> All of us know that as soon as uh, we saw it there... Uh, as soon as we saw it, there was really only one thing we could do, and that was to remove it before it got any worse. He won't be able to successfully breed, which isn't a problem for the way he is kept, but it means uh, he'll lead a slightly joyless life in comparison to before. That's rough, man. Press F to pay respects. Uh, I imagine once he realises uh, what he's missing, he might be slightly concerned. He'll definitely still try to mate. It's not going to stop him. <laughs> he's a born, natural-born dick slinger. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's not going to stop him from having a completely normal life. It's not going to bother him too much. He's a fucking duck. What do you expect? He's dumb as dishwater. Okay, fair enough. Well, God bless him. God bless Robin Hood. Guys, it's the end of the show. Coming up next, though, our boy, Constrict. A good boy, a fine young boy, a fine young thug. Handsome, nice to his mum. 
uh, heavily uh, tattooed, but not in areas that you would ever want to see. Uh, Incidental Sonics is the show, and it'll be on for two hours, followed by your boy, the love child of uh, Steven Seagal and a vending machine. Uh, his name is Benage, and he will be oh, bringing the confirmed shoe throws for an hour from between, between one and two. And then a brand spanking new <laughs> Threshold All-Stars mix. Who's on the Threshold All-Stars mix, uh, guys? What's going on? Who's there? Bildo, are you there? Oh, Bildo, can you hear me? Bildo, can you hear me? Who's on the lineup for today's Threshold All-Stars? Yeah, anyway, so that's going to be from uh, two until three. And then I don't look like it's going to be a rankings record, so I'm afraid, pal. Got to go off and do a pineapple event at some office in Brighton. And it, time-wise, don't look like it's going to work out. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. Uh, tonight, though, at 7 o'clock, Eastern Front, 7 till 9. I got some lad over from Finland. That'd be fine. Uh, and then 9, Duff, is uh, got. Sh- he will be live with records, playing them, getting it done. Doing it fine. Can I do it live from the pineapple? It might make it possible. Yeah, we're not actually not actually won't actually be with the uh, actual pineapple. There is a smaller bar. It's gold. Fits in offices, and we're, we're taking that one. So no actual pineapple. Anyway, the Bildo Bildo is here. Bildo. Uh, the lineup for today's Threshold All Stars mix is Benage, Chode, Nick B, Stranger, the Build. That sounds sounds fucking good to me. Lovely stuff. Uh, and I'll get the app updated. There's a few new last night's gold top is in the app now. Uh, the uh, constrict, most recent constrict is in the app now. What else needs to go up? Anyway, today's shows will go up. Uh, yeah, if you haven't downloaded the new iPhone app, there will be a, no- a new version of the iPhone app going up today, which has dark mode, uh, which has some bug fixes. It has some nice scrolly bits, a few UI bonuses and uh, you can search by track listing so that's cool uh making good headway with the android app hopefully there will be a version of that up for testing in the next week or so so i mean it's really easy to get people to test stuff on android i didn't realize but uh yeah you can just upload an apk and anyone can just download it and install it on their phone so that's good uh, so if you want to help with testing the apps, um, the you know, the Android app now, it, it seems to be on a lot of operating systems, it works, but not all of them. Um, but we're dealing with that because I'm building the new app in Android 10, which apparently means that it will work on all older versions. I don't know, I don't, I don't pretend to understand these things, but you know. What are you going to do? Guys, thank you to everyone who's supporting on Patreon, you're wonderful folk. You're keeping this going without you. We would not be here. Uh, so if you want to support on Patreon, that would be fine. Absolutely fine by me. And you can get your name on the VIP list. Uh, you can have it added alongside Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Polly Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Becky Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Sam Howard, Tony J. Ritz, Patterson, Tom Camp, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Jerome Van Thunderbar, Mike Pye, Lily Anzai, Richard Ferris, Thomas Hall, Chad Ryder, John Finnison, BDR, Crew, Peter Blasher, Dawson, Keith Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, James Parry, Hannah Bartender, Lady Scrivington, Lynn Manis Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Guy with No STDs, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Pumphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Alton, Mr. Pope, Dom Grass, Sidron, Sashi Spirit, Drum and Bass, Chris Pace, The Build, Only Bass, Lee Fuller, D, General, Jeremy Flaxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Daz, Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Cosmic Wolf, Meet Loaf, Nick Brock, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Hugh Dana, Sarah Hunt, The Hitchmouse, L Tech, Will A, Ben Vogo, Dan Twee, Lupe Zalazar, Big Wodge, My Hill, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Gold Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Tom Skipper, unfortunately, George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudio, Lashmir, Ben Roche, Dre, sorry, Benish, Dren Roche, Timmy, John Forsyth, Anderton, Pierce and Godlike, MC Hammer Daddy, Your Mum, Leonardo Gervais, Big A, Chapter 13, and Grant Shepard. Guys. I'll see you tomorrow, yeah? I'll see you tomorrow morning at 10. Okay? Tell your son to stop crying. Okay? And tell him to do his bloody homework. I've, I've had enough. Okay. Goodbye. Love you.